This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome to another hot stove edition of Brewers on Tap, our off-season podcast. We have uh, been away from you for a little bit over the holidays, and a lot has actually happened back towards the end of December, just before the holidays. The Brewers traded Domingo Santana to the Seattle Mariners. They get left-handed hitting outfielder Ben Gamble back. Of course, the younger brother of former Brewer Matt Gamble. And they also get a prospect in Noah Zavalos from uh, Seattle, a right-handed pitcher, a youngster that was drafted this past year. The Brewers had targeted him in the draft, and he went a spot just in front of their pick. And Zavalos is a guy that is a Harvard graduate, so that connection with David Stearns, Brent Suter. Brewers seem to be a nice little hub for Harvard products. So that trade went down, and we'll analyze that in a second. The other trade that went down over the weekend is Keon Broxton. The Brewers moving another outfielder, this time Keon Broxton to the Mets. And as a part of that trade, the Brewers, the big piece they get back is right-handed pitcher Bobby Wall. Wall's 26. He's a hard thrower. Throws in the mid-90s. Uh, also can mix in a slider and a curveball a little bit. He's made 14 career relief appearances at the major league level. Has not had great results in those very brief stints, but he has been really good at the AAA level. And a lot of people believe that Bobby Wall has the potential to be a big-time arm at the back of a bullpen before his career is all said and done. And so an interesting get in Bobby Wall. Last year in AAA, he went 4-2 and two with a 2-2-0 ERA, 12 saves, in 38 games between Nashville and Las Vegas. And uh, then also a couple of other prospects in that deal coming back for Keon Broxton. Adam Hill, 21. He was a fourth-round pick last year uh, by the Mets out of the University of South Carolina, and the Brewers liked him, and so they bring him back. And then also Felix Valerio, who's 18. His first professional season was last year in the Dominican Summer League. He hit 319 with three home runs and 22 driven in. He also has some speed, 16 stolen bases in 67 games, and his 84 hits tied for the league lead. So these are two younger guys that have development left in them. It remains to be seen exactly what kind of prospects they will turn into, but they certainly have a ceiling and some potential when you look at it. So this is kind of exciting. The Brewers get three pieces back. They stock up that farm system a little bit. They get a guy that can help them this year in Bobby Wall. And when you look at both of these trades, and I think this is the most important piece, this has been talked a lot about in the, the media, so to speak, and David Stearns has talked about this too, it gives the Brewers a little bit more roster flexibility, and that is becoming a very important thing, especially when you're a contender like the Brewers, is maintaining that roster flexibility. What do I mean by that? Well, roster flexibility means guys that have options. 
that 23rd, 24th, 25th spot on your active roster, you like to have some guys maintaining or occupying those spots, if you will, that have options. So you can keep fresh arms up, you can move guys down as you need, and you can manipulate your roster to give it the best chance to win each and every night in the midst of a pennant race. Keon Broxton was out of options. Domingo Santana was out of options. Those two guys were not going to figure into the starting mix in the Brewers outfield unless there was an injury or something along those lines. So you move those guys to opportunities, and by the way, good for them. They're going to get opportunities to play every day, one would assume, in Seattle for Santana and New York for Broxton. And the Brewers get back for Santana, an outfielder that has an option left in Ben Gamble, also a left-handed hitter, which is always valuable, and a guy that can play all three outfield spots. So he figures to be on the Brewers' 25-man roster and be a part of that fourth and fifth outfield mix, along with Aaron Perez, the Brewers have said even Tyler Saladino can probably play some outfield for them as well. And so the Brewers have some options back there. Eric Thames, of course, can play some outfield also. Broxton, same deal. Out of options. Certainly a tremendous defender, a guy with great power and great speed, but was not going to start on an everyday basis with Christian Yelich, Ryan Braun, um, and Lorenzo Cain in the Brewers outfield. And so... This gives the Brewers a chance to get a guy in Bobby Wall who has a couple of options left in that mix for the 25 man. And so it, it really accomplishes two things. The Brewers got some prospects back in the deal. They got guys that can help them this year in Gamble and Wall. And it gave them that roster flexibility by giving them guys that had options left. So a couple of pretty intriguing deals made by the Brewers. Brewers probably not done. Still taking a look at that second base market, or maybe better termed, that infield market. Still kicking the tires on starting pitching. Um, the Brewers have always been pretty shrewd and pretty smart about how they spend their money or how they do their deals. Uh, they want to make sure that they're getting better as a result of it and that they are positioning themselves well now and in the future. And you look back at last year, five-year deal with Lorenzo Cain at the end of January, and, of course, the trade for Christian Yelich, who had multiple years of control. So, um, should be an interesting last uh, handful of weeks here before spring training begins. And uh, those were a couple of trades over the kind of holiday season that really set the stage for all of that. Now, we're going to talk to Christian Yelich. He's back in town in Milwaukee for an event. And we had a chance to sit down with him and talk to him about California Strong, something we're going to tell you a little bit more about before the podcast is over, something that he and Mike Moustakis and Ryan Braun and the Adonazio family have been very involved in. We're going to talk to Christian about that and about the season and about what he expects in year two with the Milwaukee Brewers. I had a chance to sit down with him and talk to him about it. Christian Yelich is our guest here on Brewers on Tap. Christian, the 2018 MVP, we haven't talked to you since then. How has life changed since you won the award? Uh, it's changed a lot, but... Uh... All for good things. I'm learning on the fly. Uh, there's definitely differences in your life with uh, you know that kind of spotlight, that kind of recognition. But um, it's been great. It's been great to share it with friends and family, and uh, you know, looking forward to getting back after it here in a couple months. How different has this off season been from last year? Where last year you knew there's a chance you're going to get traded. I think in some ways you were pretty open to being traded to yeah. a contender. And now you know, hey, I'm going to be with the Brewers. We're going to try to follow up on what was a great season last year. Is it nice to have that stability this year? 
Yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a crazy off season in a different aspect this year. Um, you know, I think a lot's happened in those 12 months uh, since I was traded over here. But uh, you know, I think we're looking forward to next year and picking up where we left off. I think that'll you can go two ways uh, when something like that happens. You can use it as fuel to build off of and uh, motivate you throughout spring training, the off season, throughout the season to get back to that point and, and get that feeling uh, that we had as a team or. Um, you can let it affect you negatively, and it, it could spiral down. I don't think that's the kind of group we have. I think we're going to, you know, use it as motivation, and uh, you know, looking forward to making another uh, strong push. You probably are as familiar as anybody with the new hitting coach for the Brewers, Andy Haynes. You were with him in the minor leagues in in A and High A ball. What does he bring to the table, and and how much have you been able to kind of guide some of the other guys in terms of what? Here's what you can expect from Andy. Yeah, it's just the commitment level that he's going to be there uh, day in and day out, uh, grinding with you, similar to what you know DC and Laner were doing. Um, but yeah, I've known I've known Andy for a very long time, and he's one of those baseball lifer guys that he's going to give everything he has to our team and our players. And uh, I think as a player, that's all you can ask for is um, you know just the effort effort that he brings every day. Uh, and, you know, he's going to match ours and then some. And, uh, I'm looking forward to getting you know reunited with them. We were kind of in the minor leagues together, both chasing the dream of, of one day hopefully being in the big leagues, and uh, it's been able to come full circle. And uh, he's a great guy, and I look forward to seeing him. How closely do you follow the off season in terms of moves that are made, what other teams are doing, what the Brewers are doing? How, how close do you stay locked in on all of that? Uh, I mean, you see him. Uh, you know, you're not going to lie. Uh, you see what happens around the league uh, as much as you can. Um, but you got to focus on your team and what you guys are going to accomplish. You can't be worried about uh, what's going on around you. And I think we learned that last year throughout the stretch. You know, if you really bear down, you really, um, you know, commit to something and, and have a strong belief in what you're doing, then uh, we have the team, we have the talent to, to get back to where we were last year and, and then some. So it's going to be tough for us. Obviously, I think our division is probably the best division in baseball right now. Uh, there's a lot of talent in the division. And, uh, you never know what's going to happen, so it's going to be a fun year, and definitely looking forward to it. A little over a month until you report to spring training. You have a lot of goals. You're going to have a new facility down in Maryvale as well. But as you get ready for it, is the biggest thing that stands out to you how excited you are to be around this group of guys again? That's that's pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, and it's completely different than last year for me, like you are saying, as far as going to spring training, not really knowing anybody, and as far as now knowing that it's a great group of guys and looking forward to everybody being reunited and, um, you know, picking up where we left off. You know, I think everyone still has that feeling of uh, the clubhouse after that Game 7 loss and what that felt like in there, and uh, we obviously haven't played a baseball game together since then. Um, so it'll be good to get back, get back to you just playing baseball again and working towards that goal um, and, you know, that we started out with last year. Before I let you go, I want to talk to you about California Strong because it's something that you and Mike Moustakis and Ryan Braun and the Adonazio family and so many others have been really involved in. You've, you've helped spearhead this. Um, the, fire, the, the wildfires in California this fall and, of course, the, the shooting in Thousand Oaks, your neighborhood. Um, you're going to have the celebrity softball game this weekend. What, what has been the thing that really drove you to get so involved in this? Uh, I think just seeing how it, um, people's lives were affected and how much help people needed, um, you know, losing everything um, in an instant. Uh, you know, you just felt like you're in a position to help and 
you should give back if you can. And uh, I don't think we understood what we were really getting into or what we wanted to do. We just knew we wanted to help. We didn't know how we were going to do that, what we were going to do. And uh, it kind of evolved into what it is now and uh, getting a little bit more organized now. Partnering with the YMCA, you got a softball game set up. We've got donations coming in. And it's cool to see everybody rallying together in the community just to help people out when they need it the most. Everybody's generosity um, who's contributed to the campaign or supported it. Uh, not necessarily through just donations, but just the awareness factor. And, um, you know, we're definitely thankful for that. And, and just trying to help people get back on their feet is really the main goal of that. Again, it's at Pepperdine University this Sunday, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, we appreciate it. Thank you, Christian. You got it. Thanks for having me. Our thanks to Christian Yelich for joining us as he was back in town this week for an event. Certainly uh, just an amazing 2018 season, and it's going to be exciting to see how he follows up on that campaign in 2019. No doubt he's really excited to get spring training going. You could tell he's already got the itch and ready to get back to work down in Phoenix. Uh, one other news uh, item that we didn't touch on before we brought Christian on to the podcast was that the Brewers made another move that kind of began before the holidays and then after the physical, uh, after the first of the year, finally became official last week, and that is Corey Spangenberg was signed by the Brewers. This is another guy with options. Another guy that has a lot of versatility, so it gives the Brewers rocks, roster flexibility and roster versatility in the form of Corey Spangenberg. He's played a lot of infield and all over the infield the last few years for the San Diego Padres, but he also can play a little bit of outfield too, and so he gives the Brewers kind of another Hernan Perez type that you can move all over the field, but he has options, which means he's a guy that can move up and down over the course of the year, and that has been a theme. You heard us talk about Ben Gamble and his options, Bobby Wall and his options, and now Corey Spangenberg. And look, the Brewers used 53 players a season ago to get to 96 wins in the NL Central title. It's probably going to take a similar number again in 2019, and David Stearns understands that. And so he has gone out and tried to find some of these under-the-radar types of moves that gives him that roster flexibility so they can move guys up and down, keep fresh arms up with the big league squad, get the matchups they need, and have a little bit of depth in case there's injury as well. And all of that has had a big impact on the team. Uh, you look back at last year and the, the impact that a Tyler Saladino had on the team and the impact that uh, so many other guys, uh, Matt Albers, who had a tough last couple months of the year, but early on in the year, before Corey Knable was back from injury and before Jeremy Jeffress had settled into being the dominant reliever that he was, Matt Albers, the guy pitching late in the game for the Brewers uh, in the month of April and the month of May. And so all those guys, all 53 of those guys, had some sort of an impact on the squad, and it's going to take something like that again. And these moves are going to allow the Brewers to more easily manage that roster and continue to move guys up and down as they see fit. So uh, kind of an under-the-radar signing in Corey Spangenberg, but certainly one that should help David Stearns and Craig Council as they try to manage their way through the season with the roster. Um, some other news. We, we talked to Christian, as you heard there, of course, about California Strong and the All-Star game this weekend at Pepperdine University. You can get more on that by going to ca-strong.com and to check out all the information. That celebrity softball game on Sunday at Pepperdine. Uh, of course, Christian's going to be there, Ryan Braun, Mike Moustakis, but you're also going to see some big-time celebrities along 
the lines of acting and singing. Jamie Foxx is going to be there. Adam Sandler is going to be there. Uh, Rain Wilson, who is Dwight from The Office, he's been in a bunch of movies as well. He is going to be there. Uh, Brad Paisley is thought to probably be showing up. I think Baker Mayfield from the Cleveland Browns and a good friend of Christian Yelich, he's going to be there. Justin Turner, the L.A. Dodgers. So this is going to be really cool, and we hope that you can go out there and support the cause to help uh, those communities recover from the wildfires in California this fall and, of course, the, the tragic shooting as well in Thousand Oaks. Uh, this past fall as well. I know it's something that Christian Yelich really holds near and dear to his heart, and he's hoping to make a big impact, as are Ryan Braun and Mike Moustakis and the Adonazio family as well. The other big piece of news that was released on Tuesday was the fact that the Brewers have announced Brewers on Deck has sold out. They announced a couple days ago that it was nearing a sellout, and it didn't take long before it was sold out. Sunday, January 27th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Wisconsin Center in downtown Milwaukee. That's where Brewers on Deck typically is and is going to be again this year. You can't get tickets to it anymore. Sold out. Brewers won 96 games, won the NL Central. We're a game away from the World Series last year. And if you don't think that hasn't carried over in momentum with the fans, um, you're fooling yourself. People are fired up to see what the Brewers are going to be able to do in 2019. That is going to do it for us. We will come back at you with more Brewers on Tap Hot Stove Editions as they become available to us as news trickles down the wire. And we think that there will be more probably before spring training opens up at the newly renovated Maryville Baseball Park in just a little over a month. Can't wait to see you down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk to you between now and then. Until then, everybody have a great week. I'm Lane Grindle. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.